welcome to the 93rd episode of The Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How are you doing, Roger? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So, Roger, we have a couple things to talk about today. First, it looks like DISH ended up hitting their June 14th FCC deadline to launch their commercial network. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, they definitely hit it, right? The the website is up, the network is running, and you know you were there in Vegas, and they showed the network there. You know, some people had doubts that they would be able to to hit the twenty percent. We have decades of experience putting antennas on towers. That's not the hard part here. The hard part is the software, right? Right, and specifically the open RAN software. Right. Yes, exactly. You know, so from from that perspective, there was a lot of this was a hard birth, right? We we watched this for quite a while. We heard quite a bit of things, and and it was tough. And in the end, they got they got it to run, and you have to give them a lot of credit for it because there are a lot of firsts that they did. This is the the, the first open ran standalone network there's no fallback no nothing right mm-hmm. it's multi-vendor there's no experienced uh system integrator and they did this on a on a shoestring budget with a very small team and and in the end they also got the owner to run right mm-hmm. so this is a significant technical achievement and you have to give the the dish team charlie ergen who who was very hands on on this as as we hear everywhere you know and and his team of vendors a lot of kudos to get this going now it comes the hard part right right so this was the the first of many guideposts or milestones that they needed to achieve what 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 comes next in terms of kind of the next deadline they need to meet from a coverage perspective yeah what what comes next is in a year they have to hit 70 percent population no problem mm-hmm. right if you build out the top 50 markets you have 75 percent 70 percent plus population that's no problem then there's a later i think 27 <laughs> deadline of hitting 70% of each PEA. That one is hard, right? Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. you have to go into every PEA and hit 70% of the population in each PEA, which is a piece of cake in, in large city. It's really tough, you know, in rural Kansas, rural Montana, in Alaska, those are the, the, the tough to make markets, right? Right, but they have they have the AT and T network to fall back on in terms of a roaming agreement, right? No, they, for, not for this. But from a from a consumer facing perspective, right, they can ride on that network while they build it out, right? So yeah, but, you know, so they pay AT and T money for it. I de- you know, you can only have network efficiencies when people are actually on your network, right? Otherwise, that is not really working. But you know, now they have to go marketing. Now they have to go and sell this, right? Mm-hmm. And the challenge will be that 
dish has only about 100 megahertz of spectrum in multiple bands. T-Mobile and, and Verizon for sure, and, and AT&T most likely will have faster speeds because they have this in, in one or two bands, right, in, in large chunks of spectrum. So either how much lower do you need to price this, like people come over, or what additional products and what additional value-add things do you have to add? Right. Or do they need to buy more spectrum, right? Which is not cheap. Which everybody has to do. And yeah, it's not cheap, right? And so the, the marketing is the, the biggest issue. So is online marketing enough, right? When, when you do 20% of the population, yes, it is. Because you're basically a, a, a customer field trial with a lot of customers, right? 20% is not that much. But they got here. I'm very, very impressed. You know, a lot of kudos, right? So we'll keep an eye on Dish. I think it's going to be interesting to see if they can really kind of live up to their aspirations to be a true fourth player or major player in the wireless space from an operator perspective. Speaking of operators, T-Mobile recently came out with a new uncarrier event can you tell us a little bit about what happened there? Yeah, and you know, we talked about more value-added features. And T-Mobile had their another uncarrier event, and you know, I think you and I both agree it's a little bit better, or it's a better one than before. So they're no longer stingy on on the data, but give customers on Magenta Max like the top business plan five gig of data in. 200-something countries when they travel there. If you are on a regular plan, you get the 5 gig of data in the 11 Deutsche Telekom countries in Europe. And if you're outside there, you get 256 kilobits of 2G data. data. Yeah, they, they, they doubled the speed. It was 256. Yeah. Which doesn't sound a lot like a lot, but it was... Better than what they had had before, right? Yeah, it's like, it's enough to keep messaging and something else like or WhatsApp running, something like that. So I think this is a really great, great offer because it alleviates, it sounds great, right? Mm-hmm. It alleviates a lot of worries for the 37% of Americans who have a passport. But all the other you know, 63% of Americans who don't have a passport are now feeling much better that they can unexpectedly travel to another country and have five gigs of data. Well, I mean, I think that that's one part of it, right? I mean, the, the, the other part, so there's the, there's the international travel part of it, right? And then there was also the airline, you know, free Wi-Fi part of it, right? So I think yes. you know, there, there's also a part of this offer where, you know, you can go, go on, I think it was American, Delta, and Alaska. Alaska at launch, and you'll get free Wi-Fi from them, uh, including some ability to stream across a number of different streaming platforms. And then they said that United would be coming. Yes. Soon. So, I mean, that that's most of the airline industry here in, in the U.S. at least. Oh, a good proportion of, of it. the premium airline industry, right? Right, right. 
They don't have Southwest. They don't have Frontier, Spirit, all of the the, the budget ones. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it's a really good point, right? That's a really good point because when you look at you know the Magenta Max requirement in terms of unlimited data or not unlimited data, but um, worldwide data up to five gigs, and then you look at you know folks that are going to be traveling on airlines, I think that's again kind of aiming a little bit more upmarket than uh, T-Mobile has traditionally gone after. And, and, you know, I think, you know, what we've seen with Magenta Max and how they've marketed it, they're really trying to, you know, change the profile of their customers or the customers they attract, right? With more premium plans, more premium offers. Folks who are getting on a lot of planes, folks who are traveling internationally certainly fit that bill. Yeah, the average American is not having a vacation in Europe, Asia, or Africa, right? Mm -hmm. They might have a vacation uh, on their deck. Right, but still, it sounds great. I think the the benefit domestically will benefit the most customers, and and make it harder. And here's the thing, you know, I think we talked about it on this deck that the international travel part was an ideal opportunity for every carrier to do a customer friendly move that doesn't impact negatively their financials because all the travel went international travel went away or almost all of it during COVID. all the revenue went away the expectation from wall street that this comes back probably went away too so you could have just said like okay the money is not coming back let's do it for free and our enterprises will love us and the and, and the high value customers will love us too and once again T-Mobile beat them to the punch, right? This was like such a low-hanging fruit to do this, to basically say, fine, that money is not coming back. You know, those one, two, three billion dollars a year industry-wide. So shame on them. Congratulations, T-Mobile, right? Yep. And then the, the, the third part of the announcement was like, free triple a for a year and 25 cents from shell sorry to say sounds good but you can get that everywhere else too i think if you sign up and and give triple a a hard time they give you a free year and 25 cents from shell is like i think part of their free membership plan or something like that i every time i go to a shell gas station it asks me do you want to save 25 cents per gallon well done. You get now asked also by T-Mobile if you want to save twenty five cents per gallon from Shell. Yeah, the the, the co marketing with Shell has been has been live in the T-Mobile Tuesdays app for at least a year, I believe. So yeah, I, I think the the domestic non airline portion of this, which was you know the the gas discount was already live. T-Mobile already had a bunch of hotel deals and things like that, which were also part of this announcement live in T-Mobile Tuesdays as well. So they're they're trying to kind of, I think, you take credit for that being new when it's been, at least portions of that have been pretty widely available for T-Mobile postpaid customers for quite some time. But it still, you know, I think rounds out the package and I think there's value there. Yeah, it sounds good. You know, shouldn't ding them for already having done something that's that's potentially very customer friendly. Yeah. But I think the headliner here is definitely the international roaming as well as the the, the domestic one. Yeah, yeah, the Wi-Fi on flights and things of that nature. Wi-Fi on flights, no longer just an hour and all of these things. So that's very nice. I think it also hints at at the 
closer relationship that T-Mobile has with with the airline industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they've they've mentioned a number of times in terms of their T-Mobile for Business efforts that they've got a very close relationship with Alaska Airlines, which also yeah. happens to be headquartered in Seattle, right? So big surprise. Yeah, yeah what but, a coincidence, right? right? But I think there's more to come. All right, well, we'll keep an eye on it. Thanks, Roger. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Don.